Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flinnard. Your your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Welcome to Enterprise Now. I am your host, Elsie Flinnard, and we have a wonderful show for you this fine evening. My guest this evening is Evan Laird of Lairdications LLC, and he has a ton of knowledge and wisdom that he is going to share with us tonight. But first, let's get into some housekeeping. I wanted to give out, um, shoot, out shoot out a quick announcement. We are actually growing here at WQYLDB Radio. We have an additional show that's going to join our lineup on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. And that show is called Baseline to Go Line. It is a a sports talk podcast show, and it is phenomenal. The guys do a wonderful job. So thanks again to Baseline to Go Line for joining the family. I'm looking forward to a long and prosperous relationship uh, with those guys. The other announcement is we are actually extending extending our Name Your Mascot contest. Our mascot is a lovely snowman, and we need a name for the snowman mascot uh, at WQILDB Radio. So what we, what we need you to do is go out to our Facebook page, put a name out there, and get as many likes as you can, and we'll get that name in a, in a queue to be voted on, and if your name wins... We'll send you 50 bucks. That's simple. Your name wins. We send you 50 bucks. So help us name our mascot. He's a he's a lovely, lovely snowman. Um, Without further ado, let's get right into the show. I want to welcome Evan Laird to the show. Evan, are you there? Yep, I'm right here. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, LZ. Not a problem. Not a problem. It's my pleasure. So. We have a lot to talk about, and what I usually like to do is give the guests the opportunity to tell us about themselves, and I always say every week, you can go back as far as your childhood, or you can start with present day, but uh, Evan, tell us, tell us about yourself, where are you from, and, and how'd you get to where you are now? Sounds good, sounds good. So actually, I grew up in the Milwaukee area, a small, a small town suburb, a little outside, and uh. Hartford, Wisconsin. Shout out to the uh, to the Hartford Orioles there. But I grew up in a in a great home and grew up playing sports, loving sports. Played football and basketball throughout high school and was actually um, a Division One football recruit for for kicking until I until I tragically injured myself. Uh, senior year was out for season. And that was tragic, and that really that really left a void in my competitive life. So I went. I decided uh, to go to University of Wisconsin Whitewater. Great business program there. Great school. Decided not to play football there. And I really, I really went through a classic, classic college freshman year. Unlike my uh, good friend Brandon Fong, who was on not on the show not too long ago. I had that classic freshman year where you go out and you do you do some things that you're actually not too proud of but at the end of my freshman year I told myself I really need to turn my life around I really need to get better better and figure out 
where I want to go in my life and what I want to do, what do I want to accomplish, what are my goals, things like that. So I got really into into business, got really into reading, read a lot of self-help, self-help books over the summer and business, just business and technology books. And that's when I actually stumbled upon my two good friends now, Brandon Fong and Sam Leepak, who really, who really opened my eyes to entrepreneurship and just a success-driven mindset. And they really have, have pushed me every step of the way. So I met them in September, became a part of CEO, which Brandon talked a little bit about, which is the Collegiate Entrepreneurs Organization at Whitewater, and got to go down to nationals. And that's, that's what absolutely changed my professional life for, for the better and led me to where I am today. Um, I got to sit down and talk to Jeff Hoffman, who is the CEO and founder of Priceline.com, and he his speech just absolutely changed my life. Just everything he talked about from business, from personal life, really hit home and really created that drive in me. So about a month after that, I decided, I came up with an idea just randomly and decided to enter into a national elevator pitch competition. And this one was a little a little weird. It was actually called the Real Elevator Pitch Competition. So it was down in St. Louis, and you'd go into actual elevators with investors, and you would get 45 seconds as you go up 45 floors to pitch to these investors your business idea. And at the end of that, you got to get off and go back down, go back down an elevator with three new investors in that one. And we had to go through that about 16 times. So that was that was one of my best learning experiences I've ever had, one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. And then in the spring, I know Brandon talked a little bit about Launchpad, the student startup accelerator that we have on campus. I had I had the pleasure to to be in that in the spring. Got a lot of good learning experience off of that, and because of that, I I was able to participate and be a finalist in an international business plan competition the TCU's Values and Ventures Business Plan Competition, um, was in the Warhawk Business Plan Competition, and participated in a couple other small elevator and business plan competitions. And that idea actually actually failed. I hit a, a technical rut in that idea, which transferred into, into what Go Eat is now, and that's when I started Go Eat in May. So over the summer, I was... I had the pleasure to have a great internship working 40 hours a week for for a corporation. And on the side, I would come home every single day and code and work on my application and market it to try to get a community before the launch. So I ended up launching Go Eat in August and was was humbled enough to have to get some national publication on it online, had a had a good successful launch and have been running it ever since. School just started, getting back in the swing of things, getting exams rolling. That really that really takes me to to where I am today. In school, still running, still running, go eat, just launched my own personal website, doing a lot of personal branding, getting my name out there and just showcasing showcasing my skills and Obviously, getting better every day through through college and online courses. I'm very big into into online courses, and that's how I taught myself how to code and and create a Go Eat. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I have a ton of questions. I want to talk a, a little bit about um, when, when people listen to the to the show. I always try to give them uh, visuals, right? And and try to. Uh, uh, there's a, a gentleman called uh, by the name of Joe Madison. He says, you know, radio is theater of the mind, right? So we we try to create a picture. So when you were when you were talking, I I, I always like to point people to that moment when they found their passion. Talk to us a little bit about that. The moment when you said this is what I want to do. What was that like? Yeah. Um, I remember, I actually remember the exact moment I was sitting in our business building. It was about maybe nine o'clock on a, on a Friday night and I was going through programming and coding lessons 
online, just doing some online lessons, coding on my computer. And a couple of my buddies asked me to go out, do do the normal college thing, go out, have fun. And I was like, no, I really need to figure out this problem. So I sat there until I'd say one in the morning until I had this problem fixed and my application done. And that's when I really realized that I loved the challenge that that programming and technology brought to me and how it's how it's ever changing and the challenges will never stop. And just challenging myself intellectually and the thinking of programming really got me hooked. And every time I hit another one of those challenges, I hate it, but I love it at the same time. It's a it's a crazy feeling. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I, my background is in, in technology as well, but, um, I, I I did C plus plus in college and, um, you know, the question I asked, you know, you earlier, how did you know what your passion was? That's how I knew what my passion was not (laughs) C plus plus did it for Uh, me. I'm like, okay, you know what? I, I need to, to, to get the best grade I can in this class. And then I am never programming another thing in my life. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what I hear a lot. Yeah, so it definitely takes a, a different type of a of a thought pattern to, to do that kind of stuff. Definitely. So talk talk to me a little bit more about the uh, the elevator pitch contest. That's that's interesting. The, the, to have to get into an elevator and give your pitch, right? Um, and, and what you were saying before, how knowing how to 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 communicate and articulate your passion is very, very important. So talk to me a little bit about how that helped you, how that helped you uh, to be able and to be prepared to, to communicate and articulate your passion. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'll talk a little bit about the elevator pitch competition right away. It was, it was a crazy experience. I remember sitting there the week prior, the, especially the two days prior and the hour prior and the night prior, just nailing down this 45-second pitch that I wrote because I knew it was going to be absolutely nerve-wracking going up and standing face-to-face with investors in an elevator, moving. I was really scared of motion sickness at that point because going up and down 12 elevators, going up 45 floors, down 45 floors was, was very hard. But when it comes... When it comes to articulating it, the hardest thing is trying to trying to get out your idea and give them a concept within 45 seconds without actually having a product. Some of the some of my competitors had a product, had something in front of them where they could showcase what they're passionate about and what they're working on. Whereas mine, when I entered the elevator pitch competition, I had just come up with this idea a week prior. So I was fresh. I was new. I had, I had no idea what I was doing. And some of these people had full on products and revenue going. And I just had this crazy idea, this crazy dream. So to try to pack, pack everything I was thinking within that first week into 45 seconds was, was extremely hard, but I felt like, I felt like I did great, great bringing it out. And I ended up doing fantastic in the competition wise of confidence and not ruining my speech. I didn't do as well as I would hope um, competition wise, but I, I solely put that on, you know, me being a week old in, into the uh, entrepreneurship world and I couldn't, I couldn't expect too much out of myself there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So tell me a little bit more about um, about Lunchpad. I know, uh, as you mentioned before, Brandon had mentioned it, but talk to me a little bit about what that is, and um, are you still involved in it, or is that something that um, that you did in the past? Yeah. So Lunchpad is something that you only do for one semester. So I was in it the spring semester, and now they have a whole bunch more. I think they have about five, six, five or six more student entrepreneurs in it this semester. So Launchpad is is a great program, which is kind of intertwined with CEO a little bit. The advisors are the same. And the advisors are seasoned entrepreneurs and people that have been there and done that with startups and kind of know how to take um, 
kind of know how to take a business from the initial idea to at least getting an MVP made and getting some traction and getting some customers. So the main thing that Launchpad focuses on is getting your business model canvas um, perfected. So you go out and you talk to at least 500 or 50 to 100 potential customers and figure out where their pain points are with your product, if they need your product, what they would like to see in your product, how much they would pay for the product or the service. And you go out there and you get in real life talking talking to them, and that's how you really perfect your product, your service, and your business model canvas. So you figure out how much are people actually willing to pay, you know, who's my actual target market. You could you could end up with a completely different target market. You could be talking to people that you think would be interested in your product, and they say no, but you end up talking to a completely different different target market, and they say they definitely need this product in their life or this service in their life. So it's really about it's really about customer discovery and building out your business model canvas, your business plan, and just setting you up to succeed and continue growing after the program. You get a thousand dollars and for for R and D and for a student not having much money, us us college students nowadays, that that really helps jumpstart your business, jumpstarts marketing or your product development. Yeah. And it's just a great a great program to get into. Gotcha. So let, I'm, I want to kind of backtrack a little bit and kind of try to tie in some themes here. Um, you mentioned in your your uh, pre-program prep about you your passion for football and for competition. Talk yep. to, talk to us a little bit about how that transfers over to the entrepreneur entrepreneur um, mindset. Definitely, definitely. I believe I believe it truly, truly transfers over football, basketball, any sport, any competition. It's all about the hard work that you're willing to put in before game time. It's all about the hard work that people don't actually see, mm-hmm. and that's that's really what entrepreneurship is about. It's about that hard work that people don't see. Yeah, everyone might see that huge launch or that new product that came out by Facebook, Google. Apple or whatnot, but no one sees that back-end hard work, the 200 people at Apple that were working day and night to get this perfected, to get it out there for launch. And that's exactly how football is. Like the guys that are out there practicing, well, not practicing right now because it's it's 9.15 at night, but we're practicing (laughs) all day today. We're in the gym all off-season just to get ready for when they're underneath those lights. And that's where that's where it really intertwines with me is doing the work when people, when people aren't around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and the other thing that I, that I heard you say is when you first got to, you know, you know, whitewater, the first year didn't go so well. Uh, and I always try to in life in general to learn something from everything that happens, uh, whether it's negative or positive. Talk, yeah. talk to me a little bit about how that first year shaped you, how that kind of put you on a path to succeed, even though it wasn't the best year in terms of, um, you know, when, when you first showed up there. Yeah, I would really, I would really just call it, call it a wake up call to my life. I mean, there's a lot of things, you know, I wish I didn't do, but I wish I would have got right into entrepreneurship right away and got involved in school right away and got great grades my freshman year. But I don't, I don't necessarily regret what I did because it did lead me to where I am today. And it was really just a massive wake-up call. Like I woke up one morning and told myself, you know what, I need to turn this around. I need to get better or else I'm going to end up dropping out of college or – doing something like that. So that was, that was the big lesson I learned is that I just need to start working and working and working harder to not just be better in school, but to just be a better person to better myself in every aspect, whether that's, you know, physically hitting the gym or reading books on my free time, learning new skills um, through online courses and being better in school, being a better family member, family member, 
being a better friend. It was really just an all-around life life wake-up call. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I want to hit on uh, something that you said uh, after I ask my next next question. Talk to me a little bit about how that prepared you for launching your first app and it failing. How did you bounce back from that? Um, I mean, I truly believe failure failure is definitely a part of life. I mean, I've failed over and over again in, in sports in high school and obviously my freshman year in high school and it's all about it's all about the thick skin that you have. So having having so many failures in sports and that and that massive failure in my freshman year really led me to having thick skin thinking, Okay, I know I know something went wrong. I know something went bad, but I can learn from that. I can bounce back from that, and I can keep on going because I can't sit there and look in the past and worry about about what has happened. I can only look into the future and say, okay, what can I make happen? So when my first when my first app failed, it couldn't reach market. I was I was saddened by it. It was my baby. It was the first business idea I've ever had. I still think it's a I still think it's a viable idea, but I just I hit a wall with it and I decided to keep some aspects of it but morph it into what into what go eat is. So really it didn't it didn't necessarily die, it just got it got revived into what go eat is and yeah, I, th- I think that's all that's all where I was going there. Okay. Um so now what I kind of want to uh, transition to I noticed you you mentioned you were inspired to hit the gym uh, in your in your write up you you mentioned how you 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 had lost fifty five pounds in a year and a half. Talk to me a little bit about that. I know it, it's not necessarily you know hard entrepreneurship, but I, what i'm what I'm hitting at is is just the having the mindset of personal improvement right and and just all the yeah. way around and and how that affects all aspects of your life and including your business. So talk to me a little bit about that. What motivated you to, to do that? And, um, how has that enhanced your, uh, your, your, your business overall? Definitely. Definitely. Um, I would just like to say right away, you know, I'm a huge fan of Tim Ferriss and with the four hour work week, the four hour body. And it clearly explains that just being physically fit, being healthy can have such a major impact on your mental life your physical life, your social life, everything, your business life. It's just a huge, a huge upgrade, especially a huge upgrade in confidence. So what actually motivated me was a little, a little unorthodox, but a lot of people could, could understand being a college guy. So I actually, I had a girlfriend for, for a long time and she had recently broke up with me and I looked at myself, I was like, this isn't, this isn't where I want to be physically. So I started hitting the gym two to three hours a day, started eating a lot healthier and just going through the grind and just doing that every day, just kind of hard work like entrepreneurship is, like learning a new skill is, just going through the grind every single day and just continuously and continuously do the same things over and over again until you start seeing that progress. So throughout a year and a half, lost lost 55 pounds. I was actually, I was actually set, um, last weekend to, to run a marathon. I wasn't able to do it due to, um, illness, but I decided I'm going to, I'm going to definitely do it in the spring. So to go from being a bit overweight coming into coming to college as a freshman to, you know, running a marathon my junior or something, I never imagined. It just shows if you put the time and the dedication into something, it might not, it might not show right away. You're not going to notice if you just work out or if you just work on your business for a month. But if you just keep on going and keep on pushing, uh, anything can happen, and you will start seeing progress after, after due time. Gotcha, gotcha. So let's Evan, let's switch switch gears a little bit. I'd like to talk about your uh, your Go Eat app and really Lairdication. Um, am I saying that right? Yep. Yeah, Lairdications. How did you go about starting your um, your enterprise? Are you set up as an LLC? Are you a sole proprietor? 
how's your um, how's your business structured? Yeah, so Lairdications is an LLC right now. It's a it's a single member LLC, and basically it was it was a lot easier than I would expect. People say that starting business is hard. You have to go through all this paperwork. I went online to uh, Wisconsin government website, filled out maybe a page full of forms about what I wanted to start up, what I was going to be doing, put in my information, and paid $130 and had Lairdications LLC all myself. They sent me the paperwork. They emailed me the paperwork, and it was a really easy and smooth process. Gotcha, gotcha. So if you if you had to say what your mission was, what would that be? What's the what, what's the Lairdication's mission? Lairdication's mission would be to to create. It's a good one. Lairdication's mission would be to create something that that changes the world. And at the end of the day, I want to change the world. And I want to create something that changes people's lives and impacts people's lives for better. So if we can do that through an application, through software that maybe just makes your day 10 seconds easier or a second easier, if we hit a million people, that's a million seconds we saved or 10 million seconds we saved. So we just want to, and I just want to create great quality, great applications and great websites for people that will make their lives easier and hopefully make other lives easier as well as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if you had to put, to put a, um, a stamp on why you chose apps, was that just because you had, uh, had an app previously or why'd you go the, this direction versus, um, a different direction in tech? Yeah. So I'd always been, always been amazed on how tech, how, technology expands exponentially and how it is just continuously growing. And every single day I look on my phone and I see, you know, hundreds of people around me that are stuck looking at their phones. And I look at that and I go five, 10 years ago, that was military grade technology only. And now it's in my pockets, in my hands. And that, that always just amazed me that I could have something that the military couldn't even think of. 15 years ago or 10 years ago and now and now it's in my hands so just I feel like I have the power of the world and the knowledge of the world in my hands when I have my phone on me and that's what really drew me to creating apps on there gotcha gotcha well this is a, a really good spot for a break Evan I'm gonna cut out here and then we'll be back in a few minutes you're listening to Enterprise now on WQYLDB Radio. You're listening to WQYLDB Wathasha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flinnard. Your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. I'd like to welcome our premier sponsor of the Enterprise Now radio show, the Waukesha County Technical College Small Business Center. The WCTC Small Business Center is a community service initiative of the college with one primary mission, to help entrepreneurs start and grow small businesses in southeastern Wisconsin. The center offers a variety of low-cost to no-cost resources, including non-credit courses, services, and networking events, all designed to help real-world entrepreneurs succeed. Remember that passion without action is just a hobby. For more information, visit www.wctc.edu slash smallbusiness, then contact center manager Russ Roberts directly at 262-695-3468 or you can email Russ at rroberts at wctc.edu. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, I am on the line with Mr. Evan Laird. He is the CEO, founder of Lairdications LLC. And we have been talking a little bit about Evan, where he came from, 
where he's going and some of the lessons he's he's learned in his entrepreneurial life so far. And uh, let's let's continue that conversation. So, Evan, tell him. Tell, let's talk about Go Eat. Um, give us a, a an idea what it is and um, how people can get it and how it how it came about. Definitely, definitely. So I'll give you I'll give you my elevator pitch for Go Eat right away. All so right. Go Eat is an iOS iOS application, so it's only available right now on on iPhones, and it combines Foursquare, Uber, and Apple Maps to find you a perfect restaurant or bar for your circumstances. But we don't tell you where you're going until you get there. So basically, you would log on to the app with just a quick username and a password. You confirm your location. You confirm your distance willing to travel. And then you decide whether you want to go to a restaurant or a bar. You select your price range between below $10 and above $40. And then you can set a specific keyword for where you want to, or if you're in the mood for something particular. So you could set Mexican food or pizza. And then you click, you click go. And we hook up with the Foursquare API. So it brings back a the top rated the top rated restaurant or bar in your area, meeting all your circumstances. And then you can either take an Uber there, or you can get directions yourself. And then once you arrive, an alert will pop up asking you if you want to reveal your destination. And once you show up, boom, it'll show your destination. You go inside, have a great meal, have a great time, or have a couple of drinks, have a great time, take the Uber back. But, yeah, I just felt like it was a great way to kind of get out of the boring routine of going to the same restaurant because I feel like we all have that really annoying argument in the car or at home talking about where do you want to eat? Uh, I don't care. Where do you, you want to eat? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. And I had that with my family a lot. I had that with my friends a lot. So I created I created an application to kind of fix my problem, and I felt like a lot of other people had this problem as well. And it it just combines adventure and food, and those those are two of my three favorite things. So so there we go. Gotcha, gotcha. And I'll I'll tell you a quick story. I don't want to bore you, but so I so I'm married, and I have two little ones. And let me tell you, figuring out <laughs> where to eat is an adventure. So what we <laughs> so what we ended up having to do is we we basically every week because um, every week we'll we'll go out for a family dinner and and I, it was just excruciating and so what we decided to do is is to to have one person select each week and no no one else can complain or or you uh -huh. know say anything about the choice but you know that's that's our thing so one week is is my wife's turn to choose the next week is my week and so on. So we're we're definitely going to 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 get this app. We 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 definitely need it. Now, is there is there a fee to download the app or? It is not right now. It is actually a hundred percent free. All right. Yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna gonna get this app. So, what kind of um, feedback have you gotten on the app so far? Uh, I know you mentioned earlier how. You know, Whitewater has prepared you to to kind of go out there to test it in the market to get customer feedback and that type of thing. So, how have you applied yeah. that to uh, this particular uh, venture? Yeah, definitely. So, I toss out my email to everyone that that downloads the app, and they can they can email me with any suggestions, feedback, stuff like that. And then, obviously, I've talked to a lot of friends, family, and just peers that might see me around campus or see me around town that have used the app. And I, it's, it's been wonderful hearing, hearing people's feedback and, and the support that they give me through it. They'll tell me that they try out the app and went to this great burger restaurant down in Chicago or this great place in Milwaukee. It's just, it's great to hear, hear that kind of feedback. Awesome. Awesome. Now technology is amazing. So right now I'm I'm gonna actually download the app right now as we speak. So I have my <laughs> phone up. I have an Apple device, and I see Go Eat app. Is this the Aramark Higher Ed or 
Am I looking at the wrong um, thing here? You have to type in go eat as one word, okay. and it should show up. Go eat. Should be should be blue with an orange fork. Blue with an orange fork. Got it. So I'm installing this. So if you're listening at home, it's very easy. You just search go eat one word. And it's a, uh, let's see, what was it again? It's a, it's a blue, bluish background with an orange fork. So if you're listening, go and download, go eat. That's uh <laughs> we're not, we're, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this for Evan because I know he's a, he's a nice guy. He won't do it, but I'm going to tell you that you're obligated to go out and get this app to support this young entrepreneur. So I have the Thank app you. and I'm going to use it. Everyone who's listening. We want you to go out, download the app, give Evan your feedback, let him know um, if there's anything that uh, he needs to improve. He can he can handle the the constructive criticism, I'm sure. Definitely. Definitely. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear any feedback, any emails, just anything, suggestions about about what needs to be better, what what you really liked about it, what you don't want changed. Any any feedback is always welcome. Awesome. Awesome. And that's a that's a really important thing, I think, in, in business and, and in life in general, being willing to get feedback and not only get feedback, but take that, take a step back and apply that feedback is a super important skill uh, in entrepreneurship. So, Evan, let's talk a little bit about your personal brand and how Go Eat rolls into that or if it's uh if you're planning on it you know your personal brand kind of being a separate thing or uh having those uh what's the word i'm looking for um synergies between the two um give us a little bit of an idea of what your vision is with respect to your personal brand and your your app development definitely i love i love to kind of intertwine intertwine both of them. I love to reach out to GoEat users as Evan Laird, the, the creator of the app, instead of just reaching out to them as um, some basic GoEat or some basic Laird-Cations email. I love giving them my personal email and talking to them one-on-one. And if you notice, when you download the app, you can sign up to get a personal thank you letter from me. I took this that strategy and that approach straight from the CEO and founder of Reddit, when people for, when he first created Reddit and people first signed out, he would send people personal emails to to thank them and to talk to them and get their feedback. And that's kind of what I wanted to do, to get their feedback and talk to them one-on-one. And if they want to, they can definitely definitely get to know me. I'd love to talk to them, to them more even beyond the app, beyond GoEat, beyond feedback. Um, I love... I just love intertwining, intertwining both of them, just being the face of Go Eat. Gotcha, gotcha. So talk to me a little bit about branding. We're, we're talking personal branding. We're talking about, uh, you know, uh, the synergies between your your current project, your app, and, and building your personal brand. I'm looking at your logo, and uh, I'm thinking, How'd you come up with uh, with their logo? And and when you're coming up with this stuff, are you thinking um, about the synergies that your your uh, your vision uh, holds, or are or kind of give us your 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 thought patterns when you're coming up with logos and designs and, and branding in general? Okay, yeah. Um, one quick question, right back. Are you talking about the Lairdications logo or? the go eat logo both both awesome the go eat logo i wanted it to be something simple sleek but have something a little a little foodie in there maybe some a little location in there so people can kind of look at it and be like okay it definitely has to do with food and definitely has to do with where i'm at at the moment so i hired a freelancer to help me out with that logo and it didn't it didn't turn out the way I wanted to so I actually went and photoshopped myself, taught myself a little skills and, and fixed everything up to make it what it is today. And then the Laird Occasions logo was just something simple, sleek, 
but talking about the continuity between the two, I always love, I mean, my favorite color is blue, and I always just love keeping at least some shade of blue in between everything I do. So if you go to my personal website, it's all blue, gray, black, and white. Lairdications is blue, black, and white. And then Goeat is a little bit different shade of blue, orange, black, and white. So I love keeping blue, maybe tossing another color, and then black and white. I've always heard and looking at Google's material design and Apple's design, you keep it to one to two colors maximum and then toss in some some good neutrals in there. Gotcha, gotcha. So in your in your personal development, are you doing any public speaking at all? I have I have not done any public speaking yet besides the besides the business plan competitions. I would love I would love to get into that. I love speaking in front of crowds and talking to people face to face about what I've been through and my my business experience and would love to get to, into that at some point in the future. Gotcha, gotcha. So let's um take a, a moment to shoot out your um, your your contact information. Um, whether that's uh, go eat or your your personal brand and anything you would want people to to have in order to to reach out and get in talk in, into in contact with you. Definitely, definitely. People can um, go to evanlaird.com, e-v-a-n-l-a-i-r-d.com, and you can contact me through there. Or my email is evan e-v-a-n at lairdications.com. L-A-I-R-D-I-C-A-T-I-O-N-S dot com. I know that one's a little bit longer, but you can definitely reach out to me through there to do that or find me on LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to talk to you there. Twitter, it's at Laird underscore Evan. And that's basically it. I would love to, to love to hear from some of your viewers here and and talk to them, get their feedback about Go Eat, and talk to them about what they're working on. Awesome, awesome. Well, Evan, we're going to take our last break, and then we're going to come back and, and talk more about you and your, your business and why people should do business with you. You're listening to Sounds Enterprise good. Now on WQYLDB Radio. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to WQYLDB Wapishaw, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road. Enterprise Now with LZ Flynn. Your, your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. All right, we are back. If you're just joining us, I am on the line with Evan Laird with Lairdications, excuse me, Enterprises. And we've been talking about a a lot of great stuff. Uh, We've talked about branding. We've talked about picking yourself up after, um, you know, after a failure or after a, a, a challenge. We've talked about building your personal brand. We've talked about marketing. We've talked about customer testing. We've talked about elevator pitches. We've just talked about a ton of things that uh, that I know that is going to enhance your knowledge about entrepreneurship. So thank you so much, Evan, for for one, being on the show and two, being so willing to share the things and the, the knowledge is the knowledge and the experience that you have. So um, I know I appreciate it and I know the the, uh, the listeners appreciate it. So 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 thank you for that. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. So let's jump into some more uh some more technical questions here i'm I'm curious to know what's a typical day like for evan laird typical day so i've i've taken a uh a move out of a lot of very successful ceo and founders um playbook and decided to wake up way too early for for most people so every single day i usually wake up 
around 5:30 i try to get in i try to get in some some form of quick meditation in whether that's that's usually being just on the app or just or on on a website or being or on the app headspace actually and then just focusing on my breathing doing just a quick meditation exercise to get me ready for the day then I get up and I go out and exercise. I either take a run or go work out in the gym. Head to head to classes in the morning. Get some lunch. Head to some classes in the afternoon, and then come home and either either do some kind of sports activities, whether that's intramural football, intramural basketball, some homework, some student orgs, whether that's CEO or Anactus or couple other things that I'll get involved with or sit back and learn a little bit more code, do some more coding, reach out to reach out to some more people with Go Eat, get on Facebook with with Go Eat, check out my personal website. And I'm usually uh I'm usually early to bed. I'm known as I'm known as the grandpa the grandpa in my house. Getting to bed usually around around ten o'clock, nine thirty. Oh, if only. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. So I, I want to switch gears a little bit because you're you're a sports guy, and, uh, and and this is I think I find the relevance of everything to business. That's just the way I think. So the Golden State, the Golden State Warriors, over over the summer, uh-huh. made a, a blockbuster deal bring they bring in Kevin Durant. So now you have, you know, p- potentially one of the most offensively potent teams in the league. What do you think about that? And this is totally uh, off the cuff, unrelated, not a business question, but we're going to we're going to figure out a way to make this into a business question uh at some point. Definitely. But what what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I'm gonna give you my straight up opinion. I, I don't, I don't like what happened. I don't like how Kevin Durant left his team that were up three to one in the Western Conference Finals, and and blew it, and lost four to three, just up and leaving and going to the team that beat him to create some kind of super team that is probably the best team that's ever been assembled. And I just hate it. I'm a huge. Kobe Bryant fan mm-hmm. and I'm all about just staying in one place stick with your team and create a championship team off of that and like we said before continue going through those failures I mean Kobe Bryant failed so many times got injured so many times but he ended up creating a team and winning even more champ or winning two more championships championships without Shaquille O'Neal and creating you know his own team with Paul Gasol and Andrew Bynum so I hate it when people when people just jump ship straight onto another team, just just to kind of get the glory and get the championship ring. Mm-hmm. But they're definitely they're definitely the team to be. Like I said, probably the the best team ever assembled statistically wise. Gotcha. All right. So I found the I found the link here. So in 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 business, right? I am a I am a huge huge proponent of teamwork. And understanding yeah. what that means, being one team, you know, people that that I work with in my own business, it, you know, whether it's a contractor, an intern, or whatever, we're one team. We have one mission and one mission only. We don't have separate agendas or, or any of that stuff. We're one team, and so the the thing that that I get from it is I understand why he would do it. Uh, but in terms of a uh, personal brand and your uh, developing, like you mentioned, your team rallying behind them or have having them yeah. rally behind you and kind of stepping up and being that leader and, and kind of building your own legacy. He blew that, that that's gone. Yeah, that, he, that's definitely. out of the water now. So now, you know, for the rest of his career, it's, that's always going to be a question, you know? And, um, and I think in, in, that's, that's true in business as well is, you have to you have to take the roller co- the roller coaster ride. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be downs and more downs, and then there's going to be ups. Yeah. But you have to be willing to weather the storm 
and stick with it. You know, jumping from opportunity to opportunity simply because it seems like a better opportunity or team or that it seems like, you know, uh, that you can't do better where you are. I think is a recipe for for disaster. Not to say that they won't win a championship, but I, but I don't yeah. think that his legacy will will ever be the same had he stayed and and bounced back like teams before him had, uh, like the Kobe Bryant's, the the Michael Jordans. If you look at his career, yeah, you know, he wasn't always cool. Michael Jordan. He you know he couldn't get past the Pistons until he did, you know, and then uh, and then he became who he is. So uh, so I think that that. That's so true in business as well. You have to get past that first round and then you get past that second round and then you continue and you get better and you learn from your losses and you and you grow from them. Um, So there's definitely a lesson there in terms of stick stick to itiveness and and just being uh, just being loyal. I think if I can use that word uh, and just staying the course. Yeah, completely agree with everything you just said there. Cool. So now that we've got that out of our system, <laughs> I had to to work that into uh, into the conversation somehow. I love it. <laughs> so, what's the end goal with Go Eat? Uh, I mean, obviously it's an app, that, and you want um, everyone to to download it and um, to to use it and to to experience it. But how? This may be a. There's just a question from from me because I'm not as familiar with the app business but how does how do you monetize that um and, and i don't mean to ask any specific numbers or anything like that but uh, how, yeah. do you, how do you make money with an app yeah so go could have three different possible possible revenue streams none of them i'm i'm converging on right now slowly because i wanted to build a computer community build a user base before i started before I started monetizing that user base, I really wanted to get GoEat a name for itself, which is why I left it completely free for now. But there's three different revenue streams. One would be um, referral service. So talking to businesses saying, hey, for every person we send your way, talking to the restaurants, to be exact, and the bars, for every person we send your way, you have to pay a dollar or else we won't send anyone there. So kind of a recommendation slash referral service. And I've talked to a number of businesses in the Milwaukee and Madison area. And they said that they would completely do that. They have, they have that um, contract set up with, you know, numerous other recommendation sites. Another way to, to monetize the application is, in-app purchases or upgrade to a premium subscription. So kind of like what Spotify does where you can get the free version. So you could get the free version of Go Eat, but then you could pay to be a premium member and get a couple of extra features and cooler features and just an all-around better app. And then also you could do the advertising model where if you don't upgrade to premium, kind of like in Spotify, you would get shown an app every or shown an ad every, you know, three pages or something like that. And that's another way to bring in just a small amount of revenue for, for go eat and for most applications. Gotcha. Gotcha. So Evan, our time has flown by. We have um, a little bit of time left. So if you had to give advice to either entrepreneurs um, that are currently business owners or future entrepreneurs, what would that advice what would that advice be? My advice would just be find your passion and and find your find your inner drive. Don't let don't let anybody stop you from doing what you what you truly want want to do. There's gonna be a lot of naysayers, people that you that say you can't do it or you won't be able to do it or it's not possible. A lot of people told me that you can't teach yourself how to code. You can't. That's going to be way too much time. You'd be better off just stopping the business. You'd be better off going and finding something else. But I pushed through. I worked hard. I found my inner drive. I found my inner passion. And I just kept on going, kept on going until until I saw the progress and and I succeeded in that way. So that's that's definitely my my main advice for any. It's, it's 
for anyone that wants to become an entrepreneur or anyone that isn't an entrepreneur right now. Just don't let don't let anybody get in their way. Don't let don't let words bring you down and make you quit. Gotcha, gotcha. So if you had to 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 say what specifically has led to your success thus far, what would that be? Oof. Now that's a tough question. I would say I would say my success is so mainly built off of off of com- confidence and I truly believe in a self-fulfilling prophecy where you know whether you think you can do it or you can't do it you're right. So when I first started teaching myself how to code or when I first started to when I first decided to start my own business I told myself I can do it. I told myself you know, I'm going to be able to do this. I can do anything I set my mind to. And that's just the inner drive of me going. So really just a lot of confidence, a lot of hard work, and that self-fulfilling prophecy of really truly believing in yourself and believing that you can do it no matter what anyone else says. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So what outsiders have been most instrumental in your business success. Um, I, I know you mentioned before um, Whitewater and some of the programs that they have there, um, but uh, what would you say would be the, the most important uh, outsiders that, that uh, have been important in, in building your business so far? Definitely. Definitely. I think I have a, I think I have a big three, a big three on this one. So I'd like to give another shout out to, um, Brandon Fong and Sam Leepak, they were the guys that first introduced me to the world of entrepreneurship and really gave me that drive and have helped me so much along the way. We we went from within a year not knowing who each other were to being great friends, being accountability partners. And then the third out of the big three is is not really a person, but just just books. I've learned I've learned more in business books. And don't get me wrong, I've learned a lot of great things at the University of Wisconsin Whitewater. I learned a lot of great things in high school. But I've learned more off of the books that I've read in the past year and a half than I have in my entire life. It's really it's really set me apart and given me so much knowledge and being able to learn from people that have done it, people that have failed and what they did to get through their failures has really has really helped me along the way gotcha gotcha well evan again thank you so much for being on the show uh I, you shared a lot i i have a couple of pages of notes here that i've taken down and i've also downloaded the app so I, we're gonna we're gonna put that app to good use so thank you again for being on the show and sharing what you know and and what you hope to do and what your 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 business and your passion is i know that the listeners are are are, are getting a lot of um, a lot from it and I know that uh, that I've gotten a lot from it so thank you again for, for being on the show yeah awesome thank you thank you so much for having me it was truly a joy uh, uh, talking to you and getting to getting to know you and I, I truly appreciate being on here not a problem it was a not pleasure a problem. yeah I, I always enjoy I tell people all the time I love 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 meeting cool people and I enjoy talking to, to other business owners and entrepreneurs and sharing passion for both business and entrepreneurship. So thank you, everyone, for listening. You have listening to Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Thanks for your support. Go out, download the Go Eat app. Go to our Facebook page. Give us those snazzy, cool names for our snowman mascot so we can get them a name. We don't we don't have anything to call them. We need those names. So that contest is going to be running until the end of October and the winner will get a 50 bucks. You can't beat that. It's not a lot, but it's more than zero. So go out there, vote for the mascot and we'll send you 50 bucks. Again, you have been listening to Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. 
Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. You're listening to WGYLDB Waffershaw, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flinnard. Your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.